0: Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free, free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel, and welcome to another show of Empowered Love. And I just want to say a big hello to all the listeners uh, in the UK, I'm putting you guys first now, it's a bit of an ongoing joke we've got going, uh, the US and also the Australian listeners and, uh, and also too there's quite a few people that are picking up the show throughout Europe which is like really fantastic and it's just spreading which is, which is really great news. And welcome to everybody who would like to join in in the chat room today and please know that when you're in the chat room that you can uh, put up questions that I can view and, and we can answer them as the show goes and that can be really helpful feedback for you. And also to please remember to uh, mark this show as a favourite because then you're always going to be notified about the great shows coming up and what you might want to listen to and you don't have to listen to the show live, you can also... Uh, you can pick up the show in Archives and there's a lot of great shows you can go back over. Uh, last week's show was a real dynamite show. Uh, there's been a great amount of feedback from that show and it's been really, really pleasing to see a lot of women out there have been posting the show on quite a lot of narcissistic and abuse forums and really spreading the information about that because what this show is all about and also this network, uh, this great network that DD Dee Dee runs is about women being empowered. So this is about all of us getting out of victim mentalities which is highly understandable on a human level but really does not serve us and where we want to go so that we can become empowered. We can take control of our life in healthy, life-affirming ways and create the life we want to live and last week's show was all about about that because uh, I'm quite outspoken about this but I think it's very necessary that there are a lot of forums out there about narcissistic relationships and abuse which are absolutely way too much focus on the pain and the abuse and the victimization and nowhere near enough focus on how to turn it all around and uh, you know what's going to be great a little bit down the track is uh, what's coming up with um, a new website that I'm creating and we're going to be getting a forum going there. And uh, very much a network about, okay, well look, you know, we've had this horror story in our life and we've had these things happen to us, but how do we get our focus off that, get the gift out of it and turn our lives around into the way we really want to live them rather than keeping reliving that pain constantly. And that's what this show and these sort of initiatives are all about. And that's been my personal life. That's where I've come from and that's why I uh, am very, very passionate and proactive about helping women get past that point so that we can turn it all around and become who we want to be and this is what today's story is about. This is a story that uh, I have mentioned in a couple of other shows and and uh, Sue is uh, a, a wonderful woman. I've had the, the absolute privilege of uh, meeting her. She's from the US and we've connected and we've been doing work together and she's like a lot of my clients but I think her story is really quite exceptional because when I first met Sue and she'll explain it to you, uh, you know, her life was looking pretty stuck and, uh, you know, like what a lot of people would say would be virtually powerless. And in a very, very short amount of time, uh, Sue has sort of like morphed a little bit like a butterfly that's come out of a cocoon and despite all the odds, she's turned things around incredibly and powerfully and it, it's not luck, it's not luck, it's not just a roll of the dice, she's put the effort in and, and the work in and we've worked together on this step by step but uh, she's inspiring, she inspires me every time I work with her, and uh, I know she's going to be a really good role model out there for a lot of ladies that have felt the same as Sue does, so I would, with, uh, without going on too much more, I'm going to share this with her, and we're going to be talking, so, uh, so Sue, welcome. Thank
1: you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, the pleasure goes both ways. It really does. You know, we've been having a great time together, Sue, and, you know, and I feel like, and I've said to Sue, I think one day, I think one day either she's going to have to visit Australia or I'm going to have to visit the U.S. because, you know, she feels like a soul sister in a lot of ways to me, you know. It's uh, been a pretty incredible journey we've been doing. Yeah. And uh hasn't it? <laughs> yes,
1: it has been. And, again, you know, I feel like even though, it has been a short amount of time that we've worked together. Um I feel like I've known you for for all my life, you know. Um we do have a lot of, you know, similarities and um Yeah. and you have just so inspired me um and you know I thank you for for everything um for all the work that you have helped me with to get to where I am today.
0: Well, let's have a look at this journey, Sue, and you know what it's been. So, so when did we connect? How long ago, time goes so quick, how long ago was it?
1: It was back in June, and um, I had, um, I found you on the internet. I had kind of been, um, you know, just researching, um, I, I was going to another counselor and I had a psychiatrist um, visiting with the pastor up at my church and, you know, all of them said, you have a love addiction. Well, I mean, they they told me this, but I didn't exactly know what it was or how to get rid of it um, or, you know, how to free myself from the pain and the misery. And So that's when I found your website online. Um, I ordered and downloaded your book, you know, the same day and then sent in uh, for a free Quanta healing session, which I think happened like a day or two days later. And Mm -hmm. we have worked on a weekly basis since then.
0: Mm -hmm. So when you first came forward, if you can just explain to the listeners, where were you at? Emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, and you know, please share as much as you're comfortable with.
1: Sure, um, I was broken and um, just wanting to um, to throw in the towel, and and you know, I, I was really ready to give up. Um, uh, which is not like me. I've always been a fighter. But this past um relationship that I was in with a narcissist, it um it stripped me of of my life. And um even though I kinda got out of I was away from the person, um, I still I, I wasn't able to get my life back together um my kids and i had to move back in with my ex-husband because i had lost my house uh, just again fallen um because of the relationship and just the the effects that it that it has on you it, it kind of makes you almost you know not not able to function properly um so again, being with hard times, I, uh, my kids and I moved back in with my ex-husband, and um, that was almost a year ago, and I have uh, struggled to get back on my feet again, and um, have kind of really struggled until I met Melanie, and then uh, until I met you, and since then have been able to, you know, in a short time make... A quantum leap, seriously um, even when I went back to see my um, psychiatrist for a medication check and so forth uh, which by the way um, I refused to take one of the medications that he prescribed um, because after a, a healing session with you I really felt like I didn't need it but when I saw my psychiatrist um, like um. I think maybe a month after you and I had started working together, you know, he couldn't believe I was the same person walking into his office. So it's um, just, you know, taken, taken, given me back my life mentally, um, physically. Physically, I was, I was depleted. I had no energy. I had no zest for life i just cried all the time um and just wanted to give up um i had to look at pictures of my kids often just to keep me to keep me going and functioning um so yeah it has like i said it's been a huge turnaround
0: and I think we, I remember looking back at that with, you know, having my son, there was definitely times when you think, gosh, they keep us going, don't they?
1: Yeah. Because
0: I, I often thought about, you know, women that didn't have kids that went through, you know, really horrific narcissistic relationships, because sometimes there's just so nothing of you left. Sometimes you're only functioning for the kids, aren't you? Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: They get you out of bed every day. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So if we were to look at the patterns, you know, and I think, uh, I think this is where this sort of work is very important, that it goes a lot further than just the cognitive head stuff. I mean, I know when I went through the counselling and, you know, working with personality disorder specialists that could identify that my partner was a narcissist, etc. So much of it was on a head level. It was very much about, okay, well, this is what's going on and this is what you need to do and this is what you shouldn't be doing. But we knew that. You know that. You, like, don't you? You know it's wrong. You know it hurts. You know you're being abused. But you just can't stop the emotional hookups and yeah. the emotional torment and stripping of yourself that's going on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's so true. It's, um, you know, it's literally, I mean, like they, um, and I know you have said that they are very psychic people. And um, I felt that even before you told me that. He used to know, he would know where I was or what I was doing even though yeah. he was not around and yeah. also the fact that um yeah it was it was like he had a hook in me that i yeah. could not escape even as much as i wanted to to get away he could always reel me back in with
0: yeah.
1: his you know kindness and um again just um Manipulation and his um, just changing to to be whatever personality or
0: yeah,
1: uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, kind of like a chameleon, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Great word. And they do, and they know where your buttons are going to be, where your compassion, where your empathy is, where your weak link that's going to make you justify and hook on and try and prove yourself. They know what's going to push your buttons of insecurities. It's going to make you cling to them harder, you know. Because when you got to, you've got to remember with a narc, what their primary objective is to get supply. And to them, it's like a drug, it's like heroin. So they have an enormous amount of adaptations to be able to get supply from a source. And if you've been a partner, you're a source. So they'll know how to get it. And the thing is, and I think this is, you know, what Sue, you've really realized, and this is part of the whole rebuilding, empowering, healing journey that we've been doing together, is that you've really realized, like I did, that all of your life was leading to this. That you didn't know boundaries, but you didn't have self-love, self-affirming, self-respect in 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 check, yeah, Because okay. yeah, because of our our histories, our conditioning, our programming, our previous relationships, um, society hadn't given us those tools. We hadn't been educated about how to do it, you know, etc. etc. All of our life was leading to this, wasn't it? to us being broken where we just can't do this anymore
1: yeah, yeah, exactly and and in fact, that's kind of um the point that I got to um when I found you was that you know i I had never ever in my life had the darkest days, um, I can't even describe it, it was, it was like mm-hmm. almost, I felt like an alien um, on another planet, just mm-hmm. nothing felt or seemed familiar um, and uh, it just, uh, yeah, it it totally brought me to a breaking point to where I didn't have a choice. And I couldn't, you know, as much as it hurt, and as much as sometimes I would try to think, oh, I just need to go back. If I go back, you know, I can get out of the pain. But that would just make the pain be more intense because, again, it was—it's like you've explained—it's um, not what my soul was seeking. It's—it's uh, was totally mm. against. What my soul wanted, um, it was my, I guess, my ego trying to go back to escape the pain. But but in Absolutely. turn, I would create, uh, I was creating more pain for myself and more misery and um, just dragging out, you know, dragging things out even longer.
0: And that's so spot on, isn't it? Because that's what our head does. You know, when we're like hurting and when there is this emotional racking, our head, which is like our ego, so it's like, you know, a smoker or an alcoholic. No, I don't know if any of you have, you know, I'm sure you have people out there that have tried to give up smoking or drinking or whatever. You know, your head can go, well look, just one more, one more's not going to hurt. You know this pain is unbearable, I can deal with this tomorrow and that's only one of the mechanisms that the addiction will actually give you a story to go back into the addiction and this is the thing, narcissism creates a massive addiction in your body, in your peptides and it does feel unbearable off the hook, it really does so your body's going to go back there and go, well, look, I just I need to hook up with the source of the the narcissism, and I'm just going to keep doing it. Now that doesn't make sense. That's not logical, is it? You know, because life's not logical. It's built on emotional vibration. It's built on emotions. Our emotions control us, absolutely. So you know, it's not logical for a person to go and get a cigarette when they know it's killing them. It's not logical for somebody to go and drink a bottle of bourbon when they know that, you know, their wife's going to leave them if they do it. No, that's logical. So, and this is where, you know, the big problem is with a lot of standard therapy, unfortunately, is that it's being tried to be dealt with on a logical level or then if the pain becomes unbearable, that emotional pain, it's like, well, let's just do antidepressants. Let's just medicate it.
1: Yeah. Let's just um, take
0: that pain away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have I have been through or going to counseling oh my gosh, for the past uh twenty four, twenty five probably twenty five years. Mm-hmm. And um have really have never gotten anywhere other than I go in there tell my story of the week, what's happened, um, and cry and get up. And, you know, again, okay, well, now you need to go see um, the psychiatrist now for medication management. So Mm -hmm. it it was just, you know, Mm -hmm. it it financially, you know, breaks you as well. Mm -hmm. And all you're trying Mm -hmm. to do is help yourself. And uh, at one point, I mean, one of my um uh, one of my psychiatrists that I was seeing, she was like, Well just you know, just charge it on um, don't you have a credit card? And I'm yeah. like yeah, but it's it's maxed out. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean they just yeah. don't and was I getting anywhere? No. I wasn't getting anywhere. I was making a you... lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is the big difference between this emotional vibrational work and just the head medicated work? What do you think the difference is?
1: Oh, it's it's well, it's like night and day. That's that's the biggest thing that I can say about it. It um, it's not something that you know, typically with, with the medication and then going and, and talking to a therapist, I mean, you can be in there for, for years before you, you know, if even then you really see remarkable changes. But even at that, a lot of times you still never get to the root of the problem. And mm. the biggest thing with working, um, with you and and the processes which are totally different are it's more instant. i can't say this instantaneously um healing and um able to um, progress at a much much faster pace um able to again be able to function um faster which is you know probably the goal of most people is you know to to get on with it and move out of it and Mm -hmm. and correct and heal from all the past uh, pain and trauma and to learn how not to go back down that road again so it's Mm -hmm. um You know, I just, I I can't, you know, I know I tell you every week, oh, my gosh, I can't thank you enough because, you know, just even in one session, it's like I just make, I've done, can do more in one session with you than I've done in, in a whole 25 years of counseling and medication.
0: Yeah, and and you know that's what I love about the vibrational work. And look, Sue, I was the same. You know, I'd read every book known to man. I'd gone to counselors. I'd gone to therapists. I'd done, oh God, I'd been to every course I could find on the planet that related. I'd tried everything, you know, and I've been trying to do it all through my head. Yeah, you know, yeah. work it out that way. and uh Well,
1: and it's like, yeah,
0: you
1: know, me too, I
0: know. Yeah, yeah. And it is, you know, because it does sound really, uh and I used to be such a head person and I used to look at people that did kinesiology and, you know, even people that were right into um, energy chiropractors and stuff. And I just thought they were flaky, fluffy, new age people. Like I really gave it no credit whatsoever and it wasn't until my body broke, broke and shook and sweated and adrenaline rushed and it was just out of control. I'd never had a body that broke and what was happening was vibrationally my body was so trashed that it was just melting down constantly and then you know when I got, because emotionally I was out of control. And the thing is, you know, emotionally when we're out of control and those really nasty peptides are hooked into addictive cycles, we are feeding our our whole emotional system is just being fed this toxic, poisonous, revolting mess that we're just breaking, we're breaking constantly. And uh, I really found that as soon as the vibrational body work started, which is, um, you know, and Quanta I believe is the Ferrari of it, you know, what I've ended up being able to put together, is just phenomenal what it can do. And it's, and I guess you've got to experience it, too because it's like, you know, when it feels different, when it feels safe and normal and healthy, no matter what that issue is, well then it's really easy to control our thinking
1: yeah yeah exactly um it it's um you know it is it's all about um i guess we don't realize and again I never realized um and like you thinking about the energy that we have and that we possess and um you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> yeah. it, but and the, you know, I was not, you know, had never tried anything like this. Um, and I am so so glad I did because if not, I don't know that I would even be here. Or if I would, you know what, I would mm-hmm. be in a corner somewhere in a hole i you know would not want to come out um and that's not like me i've always been you know um very social very outgoing um but i was like you i was stripped uh, my body was broken broken, and trembling and I was...
0: Yeah, like, which is hence the panic attacks and the anxiety attacks because you were having them at a really high level when I met you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is absolutely saying, you know, it's and, and really what it is is on that whole um, spiritual truth, ultimate reality truth, is when we're having those massive panic attacks we've split you know we have split from ourselves we've really got this this personality self that's so damaged and we've got this real self that's just not stepping up to the plate and just not we're not integrated you know but, and the further apart we are from ourselves the more we break and we really break and of course when we're in that state all we want that's the the severe codependency, you know, is we want we want something else to fix it. We want you know, we want somebody else to walk in and put us back together and I mean I'm not talking about like a therapist like what I do, which is empowering you. I'm not fixing you, I'm empowering you for you to fix you.
1: Yeah. You
0: know. And, and that's the and, difference.
1: Yeah, and again and it has It has taught me, um, you know, I would be because you get after going to counseling for so long and, again, you start to get um, codependent upon your counselors Whenever you go into those crises and you're, you don't know what to do. You're going into a panic attack, and you're just like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, if I don't talk to her and tell her what's going on right now, her or him, you know, I'm just, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and you're beside yourself, and it's like the, you know, the end is approaching. You know, that's the way it feels, Um, but. With working with you, the thing is, um, yeah, I mean, and occasionally I will still get those but not near as severe, but now I know how to pull myself out of it and to talk myself, um, you know, into calming down and just moving forward and being, being at peace. And then it all starts, everything, the flow starts to work again. But I can definitely tell when, um, when I get out of, out of that flow.
0: And I think that's the thing with the standard stuff is that, that, you know, it was taught from a head level, so we really weren't taught how to listen to our bodies recognize our vibration look after it you know like with this work what we're doing is really we're turning around the whole human way of looking at things 180 degrees and taking it to an empowered more evolved way so if you like it's really about getting to the truth of the matter which again can sound really fluffy until you realize what's going on But what we're doing is we're going, all right, well, look, I'm a vibrational being having a physical experience here. And everything's coming out of my vibration, really. So rather than just, okay, well, what am I thinking It's what am I feeling and what thoughts am I doing that are making my vibration this way. So in other words, I guess we get to trust our body, how it's feeling, knowing that that's the creator of every experience. Experience that we're actually having. So I guess we're going. Well, we are. We're going directly to the motor, and 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 I know with myself, Sue, and I know that you felt this too. You really learn to trust yourself and be at one with yourself so much more, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, much, much more so. I mean, I I never knew how to trust myself. I really. Didn't know how to um, make decisions by myself. Um, mm. I always looked for. Um, I'd always ask. I'd always ask my friends. You know, well, what do you think? What do you should I do this or should I do that? And yes. I, I never trusted myself. Um, I looked for for something outside of myself to make or for my happiness.
0: And And see, this is what I find astounding after 25 years of therapy. I mean, I shouldn't find it astounding, but I think with our systems and with our world, things like politics, things like therapy, just aren't updating. Yeah. You look at our technology and how fast that is going. Okay, so standards and things that were there 20 years ago are dinosaurs now. Yeah. But you look at our psychiatric model; it is yeah. still antiquated.
1: Yeah, it's
0: not updated. Yeah, you know, and and that's where I think that a lot of and I mean, I actually know a lot of people, you know, in the medical professions and in the you know mental health field or depression fields that are really starting to look at the energetic uh, relevance now and how to work on the emotional body and not just the cognitive body and this is the shift where it really needs to go, isn't it? Because otherwise all you're doing is listening to advice about really what you know you should be doing but you can't even feel, well how do I do that? You know that yeah. feels really foreign, that's scary, I don't, I don't know how that could work for me. We're, all our bodies got all this confusion and resistance. And, well, that works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. Like, I wish it did, but it doesn't. And we don't even know how to feel empowered or how to trust ourselves or how to come home to ourselves. And if we don't, no, we're, we're so at the whim of life and others. Yeah. Oh, so much
1: so, yes. And... Um... It, it's so true, like you said. Um, you know, it makes you wonder why why this one area. And this is our lives. This is not exactly. a computer. You know, this is not technology. This is yep. human beings, and, and again, yeah. energy and a physical body. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like. And and this is not something that's new. This has been from the start of time, practically. Um, And, you know, I don't know why they don't teach more things like this to kids at an earlier age in school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If kids were taught, you know, how to be at one with themselves or you know um just again like like learning manners you know you yeah. learn rules yeah. in school you learn yeah. manners why not learn a few things like this that yeah. will keep kids at a more um you know it would cut down on the depression, on the obesity, on
0: Absolutely you know, all the troubled kids.
1: All the of the drugs,
0: those. the alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I know out here and it's probably the same over there, you know, drugs with teenagers and kids is rife. Yeah. Really scary stuff. And that's such a, uh, you know, I'm seeking something from outside of me to disconnect from the pain. Yeah. To be in an altered state so I don't have to be in my natural state. It's, uh, and, and yeah, look, you know, if, if people, happy, full people that feel like a source to themselves and feel full and happy are the most loving, beautiful, contributing people on the planet. There wouldn't be, you know, all of this dissension and pain and drama and, you know, there's a lot of very bent and twisted people out there that are causing a lot of damage because of their own internal pain.
1: Exactly.
0: Mm, It was like Neil Donald Walsh who said, you know, all attacks are a cry for help. And uh, you know narcissism is is really the ultimate experience of being dissociative from self and from source and completely separated and I talked about that in big detail last week. But you know the the narcissist has has done that to such an extent that they actually don't want help. They've, uh, you know, and Sam Bakken explains it really quite well that the false self becomes such a dissociative thing. That it's almost like it's the controller, it's controlling the narcissist. He's watching it from a distance and he can't even really even associate with it. So that's why the narcissist says, well I didn't do it. Like the, the narcissist will take no accountability for what he does. And it's like he can't even fathom it because he's watching his false self playing it out and it doesn't even feel like him. He's numb to it. Yeah. So that's massive, you know disassociation when we're not at home with ourselves but why wasn't this taught? Why wasn't? Why weren't we given the tools like even the simple, simple, simple tools about positive self-talk? You know I I mean I don't know about you Sue but you know in my like psychology counselling trip you know I certainly wasn't taught or shown simple tools to manage myself. Were you?
1: No, no, and that's and that's like I, you know, am saying today. If it, if it's taught, and again, you know, like anything, it's um, the older we get, the more set in our ways that we get, or you know, that we are, the more internal things we we have to um, clean out and move forward. So you know, the younger that that this could be taught. The better. And, yeah. And again, it's, um, like you said, it's not rocket science. It's, um. No, it's not. You know, it's just, uh, it's like, l- learn, you know, like anything. You just, you know, you can be a Yes, learning this. Can work a
0: different way. It, it, it really is. And at first, it's funny because, uh, I think Louise Hayes, did a beautiful thing where she sort of stepped out and said, you know, well, affirmations and what you say to yourself is how you're going to be. You're creating your own life. And I think she was fantastic because she stood up and said, well, you know, this is the truth here and I'm going to get this out in the world. And And a lot of people took that on and, you know, they went, okay, well, I get that, I get that. I can start working with affirmations. I can start doing that. But... I think what's really great about this work is, you know, the quantum healing, rather than you just having to think those thoughts day in, day out, and your body's really racked with a lot of pain and a lot of fear and a lot of despair and a lot of um, regret and, you know, all that stuff that just keeps us hooked in the past, if you can get that released, and changed over to the state where it needs to be and that's where things like quantum healing, kinesiology and stuff like that really, really does it. Well then it becomes a lot easier to adopt positive self-thought and self-taught practices and know that, uh, you know, we, we were really... I guess the model of the world we've been brought up in is well we really have no control over what we think because the outside world dictates our perceptions. And, you know, that's a really huge illusion. It's a massive yeah. illusion. Yeah. And, uh, it's a very logical illusion too when you look at it and, uh, break it down and go, well, And I think what's great about ultimate realities and a spiritual way of life is you can actually start working yourself in a belief system all of life is looking after me and what it's doing is creating situations for me so that it hurts and tells me I'm off track so that I can align myself with where I really want to go and what I want to create and then I get to experience that magic I can leave all of these old programs behind and step up and graduate. It's like, you know, you come out of, like in Australia, we come out of primary school and you go to secondary school. So in the evolution run, I get out of the victimized pain and I get to go into evolve creation and live my life that way. And, and, you know, look, I really think your life represents this, Sue, because since June, just share with the listeners, like, okay, so practically, what's happened in as far as like a manifest law of attraction? What are the changes that have happened? So let's just hang on before we we'll regress a little bit. So where you come from? Because you lost your house, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I had no money. I had to file. Yeah. I had to file bankruptcy. Um, yeah. And. um and so you're forty five, forty six. I'm forty five. I'll be forty six in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so you're around the same age as me. Yeah.
1: And not at all where I thought I would be at this age.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's happened now in as far as, because you were, you were working in like, um, so you were doing like a normal job trying to get that off the ground, weren't you? Yes.
1: I actually, uh, my, my profession has been in real estate. I uh, have been a realtor for the past like nine years and again uh, i'm sure in australia i don't know if y'all experienced it as much as uh, we did here in the us but uh just the down down economy uh down not market did
0: not
1: and um you know it just hurt things just came to a standstill and didn't matter how hard you worked or how hard you tried um mm. You couldn't sell anything, and, um, you know, it just, the market just came to a standstill. And um, foreclosures, you know, just right and left happening everywhere yeah. because people were losing their jobs and no income to, to pay their mortgages. um And things around here, um, again, had gotten so lenient. It was easy to get mortgages, and then now it's it's tightened up to where it's gone from one extreme to the other. Um, I am working, again, full-time in the the real estate industry. I had left for a short time this year um, thinking I would get a more stable job um, being a captive insurance agent. and a lot of promises were made um that that really weren't never came came true um and my real estate had started picking up again so I've gone back into that full time and it's it's amazing what I've been able to accomplish um by again um With the quanta healing and with changing my mindset and with living my life um, by the truth. And when I say by the truth, Uh it it means exactly like how I want to live it, not how anybody else, you know, I don't tell people anymore what I think that they want to hear. Because I was always, you know, I grew up in a household and it wasn't, my parents weren't happy and, you know, had to be the pleaser. Um, So I always, you know, would let me see what I can do to make everybody else happy. And um, would never say anything that would hurt somebody's feelings or so forth. Um, And, again, I just... um, you know, would do things sometimes, you know, not because I wanted to do them, but because somebody else expected it. And that's mm. that's other thing, too. I think I lived, I was living my life um, by others' expectations. And um, that was very because hard. Because we
0: thought that's how we got love. Yeah. If I keep everybody else happy, they're going to love me.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, so I've broken broken free of that and, and I just kinda have, you know, try to really feel what resonates inside of me and um live my life by by that and it it has it's uh I am approaching I'm uh Right now, um, hopefully, my goal was, you know, by the end of the month to to be moved back out uh, and be renting a house, to be on my own again. Um, and, you know, it's just, I, I've gone from one extreme to the other and just since June, so that's you know it's been really huge
0: and you've also met a lovely man
1: yes i have which i was not was not expecting was not trying to meet anybody um all i've wanted to do um since like January of this year is just be able to get back on my feet again, um, get my kids and I into a house, kind of get my stability, get my life back, and just really be able to enjoy my kids for the short time that they're, you know, that they have left at home. They're going to be, you know, I've missed the last you know, I feel like the last four, five years of their life because Mm. of chaos with this
0: off-and-on
1: relationship with a narcissist.
0: And look, I've often said that. So you don't even feel like a human being, let alone a mother, when you're with a narcissist.
1: Yeah. You
0: really don't, do you?
1: No, no. No. And, And, you know, and again, I think because of I've had bad relationships or, or just failed relationships, so to speak. Mm. Um, all my life, um, this was as bad um this was the worst that I had relationship that I'd ever had and the mm worst time to breaking free of it I would break away and I would go back and I would break away Mm -hmm. and then I would you know it's just a cycle
0: Um, but and that is what is so good and I mean good capital G double O D about narcissistic relationships because they force you to get empowered because yeah. nothing else is going to cut it. No. Nothing else. And that's, and that's what is so powerful about this whole situation. You know, so it's when women come forward to me with the narcissistic abuse. Oh, look, on one level, I am just so, oh my God, because I know I've been there. But on another level, I go, okay, well, your soul was ready for empowerment. That's what this is about. So let's get down to it and let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And I actually find that exciting because that's been my journey. Now, Sue, you would have to admit nothing was going to force you into this place before that happened, was it, was it?
1: No, no, and it's, um, I know you and I have talked about it many times, um, and again, this is the, the point, the breaking point that I got to, um, is where I had to go to be mm. able to evolve to the next level. It's uh, mm. and and again it's it goes back to science. It's um, what happens before anything moves from one state to the other, it goes yes. through chaos until it's broken yes. down. Yes. And and the, you know, and that's the state that unfortunately that that yeah. we have to endure and go through yeah. to be able to move to that next level and to yeah. evolve. Um Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um yeah, and and like you said, yes I, I did. I met the most incredible man, um, that um I think the world of and I, I still kinda of pinch myself and and wonder if uh, this is really true <laughs> could, could and we're put...
0: working on that <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we're working right. on that
0: now that's how that's our focus now you yeah. know it, yeah which is awesome be
1: true and you know mm. it's just it's um anyway it's, it's exciting um
0: and he's gorgeous i've seen a picture and oh yeah. he's divine <laughs> goodness <laughs> me you mm. should send <laughs> some um Some U.S. guys out here, I think. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, maybe maybe I'll bring him with me and we'll both come to Australia.
0: That would be awesome. That would be... Yeah, yeah. He's lovely and he's so, he's so not showing the narc stuff.
1: No. No way. No.
0: No way. And if you were to look at, you know, the start of this relationship as opposed to the start of your relationship with the narc completely different huh
1: oh yeah completely different and again like i said um just this came about just you know and and i guess it was who who i am being these days um, yeah. and again well you're just, a different
0: vibration now
1: yeah Because
0: our experience of the outer world is always a direct match with our experience in our inner world.
1: Yeah. Always. Yeah.
0: And you know, when we're victims, we don't know that, we can't see that, we can't explain that, we've got no concept of that. And when we become empowered... You know, we can really accept that and use that, not in a, oh my God, I'm an idiot, look at what I'm doing or what I've done. Oh, okay, well now if I can adjust me, I can adjust this outer thing. That's how it's going to change. Yeah. You know, or it's going to move out of my experience because it's not a match for me and what is, is my experience is going to move into my space so we really start understanding and seeing uh how we create how we are magicians and uh you know you're seeing this in real estate aren't you
1: yeah exactly well in all areas of my life it is yeah. it's amazing and and I wish you know I don't have the full the full handle on it yet You know, I still, um, thanks to you, kind of help, you know, still guiding me and leading me. Um,
0: Yeah, we've still got training wheels on, but they're nowhere near as big as... You were in a wheelchair at the start, honey.
1: uh, You're now
0: on a bike Uh, with little training wheels. Yes. (laughs) Or I think
1: maybe the training wheels just came off almost.
0: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now I'm sort of, you know, like a, um, like I'm on the curb, giving you some instructions. But you're riding on your own. Absolutely, you are.
1: Yeah, and and I haven't. And and again, that's that's a good way to put that because again, when you do first learn to ride a bike, you don't necessarily you don't know how you're doing it. It's just like yeah, I'm doing it, and that's the <laughs> that's way. That's right. That's, that's how true. I I am like oh, I'm doing it, you know, and things are falling <laughs> things are falling into place just yeah. because I am doing speaking it. the truth, I'm living the truth, I'm at peace w- with whatever is. Yeah. Whether it be something bad that happens, again you take it and you bless it. Mm -hmm. what it is and know Mm -hmm. that you know there's something else coming
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and there's a gift in this there's exactly that
1: there's a gift in everything you just don't always see it
0: yeah absolutely it's all and and that's a big 180 degree turn isn't it because we've been brought up to be so critical, to judge everything, to judge life, to judge ourselves. And what we didn't realize is we were just setting ourselves up in resistance to attract more and more and more and more of whatever we're judging. And we get hardwired into the pain and the victim experience. And, uh, you know, when you unpick all of that and you understand it and you start listening to how your body feels, your body is like this incredible barometer that's going okay well you're in line or you're not in line and you know we can be in line and in acceptance with great boundary function and we can navigate really beautifully without having to put all this junk in our pie that we just don't want there.
1: Yeah.
0: And unfortunately we weren't told that and unfortunately you know uh, Um. <laughs> Our our health model for emotional modeling has not updated enough. It's not working with this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and I'd love it. I'd love it, you know, one day if, uh, you know, like um, a whole heap of, you know, people high up on the board come forward and learn energetic healing or, you know... Are prepared to throw out that old model and look at one that really works because you know healing ourselves shouldn't have to take a lifetime of therapy for goodness sake. No, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, we're here for such a short time anyway, you know. That's
0: right. That's
1: and,
0: right. And um, we want to get happy and empowered and get on with it, yeah. not be stuck in the same pain how awful is it for how many people and I know I was the same to go you know the human experience is painful and gosh I'm just trying to survive and cope day to day that was my life yeah that was
1: my my life
0: yeah and I think so it's countless people's lives I really do
1: it is. I mean, I see. It's I see it around, and then you do too. I mean, yeah. I definitely, I noticed. You know, because I've always tried to be a positive person. Yeah. Um, so I've never been one. That, you know, just this downtime that I had this year. That were I had some of the darkest moments and that I've ever had and I would never mm. wish those upon anybody. Um mm. except for the fact to evolve. Like you said, sometimes that's, that's right. You know, we have to go there. But um yes. it it's still it's it's so sad that you know, it's all around us and um mm. you wanna help people uh, and and we can in certain ways but Only to a certain extent, they have to Mm. be the ones that help themselves and that want to help themselves.
0: Exactly. And it's really by showing people the truth and what's really going on that they can get to the truth. And the truth does set us free. It's just astounding. And the truth is empowerment, without a doubt. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for coming on. You've been just gorgeous. And, you know, and I get to talk to you every week and we're going to find out what's going to happen with the sky and it's just, your life's so exciting. I I love it. I know. (laughs) It's like, wow, beautiful. All right, darling, well, you can go to bed now because it's 11 o'clock.
1: Okay.
0: All right, well, you have a lovely sleep, hon, and we'll be talking really, really soon.
1: Okay, thanks, Mel.
0: Thanks, darling. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Well, you know, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Sue. Mm -hmm. And it's just so true. We don't have to... I say it every week. We do not have to be living this human experience of consistent pain. You don't. And your whole life is based on how you feel. You can be happy. You can be empowered. What else are we going to do? What else should we be doing? So, you know, I'll say it again, you can check out my website, you can email me at any time, you know, and if you want to be like Sue and change your life around, I'm here to help. This is what I do, this is what I love doing, you know, this is what my life's based on. So, uh, I'm here to help. But um, also too, just quickly, power healings for tomorrow. I still think there might be a space or two that if somebody wants to come forward and try a power healing Hour calling for free. I think there's one or two spaces. Email me. Okay, everybody. Goodbye, and I will catch you next week. Lots of love. Bye bye.